I welcome you to the Holistic Health Show. I'm Dr. Carl O'Helvey, your host. My guest today, Dr. Lisbeth Plord, is a licensed clinical laboratory scientist with degrees in biological science and psychology. Her training in the fields of medicine and psychology is augmented by experience gained with working with cutting-edge medical laboratories specializing in cancer and DNA research. She focuses on the hazards of electromagnetic energy frequencies and sunscreen and how they impact people and their environment with information provided in studies for decades. She has appeared on 2020, Berman and Berman, for women only, Good Morning America, George Norrie's Coast to Coast AM, The Gary Knoll Show, and many other television networks, news, and radio programs. Dr. Plord has conducted health lectures in 34 states and internationally and has presented a five-lecture series in Irvine, California. She has also written several books, including Sunscreen, Biohazards, Treat as Hazardous Waste, EMF Freedom, Solutions for the 21st Century, Pollution, Your your Guide to Hysterectomy, Ovary Removal, and Hormones, and Therapies Women Need to Know. More information is available at emffreedom.com and www.fame.org slash sunscreen dash as dash biohazard. I welcome you to the Holistic Health Show, Dr. Floyd, and I look forward to hearing about electromagnetic frequency radiation. First, to set the stage, how do you define or conceptualize electromagnetic energy frequency radiation? Well, it's it's everywhere. We're electromagnetic. All our cells are electromagnetic, and it's everywhere. It's ambient in the in the atmosphere. And the problem is, is that we're now using all these devices. We started using electricity back in the 1900s, and, and um, people were beginning to be affected. But it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. Devices, all the cell phones, all the Wi-Fi. It is just so massive, and it's there's nowhere to go to get away from it because they were very proud of themselves to saturate everywhere. So there was nowhere you could go in the United States, and they're they're wanting to make it nowhere you can go in the world without being able to get a Wi-Fi signal. And so people are trying to escape it, but it's it's very difficult mm-hmm. because it is cumulative. It, they put the lead apron on you in the dental chair because X-ray radiation is cumulative. Mm-hmm. Electromagnetic radiation is cumulative ex- exactly the same. It just it takes a little longer, and the symptoms aren't quite as obvious to begin with, but they're still very debilitating. And how did you become aware that the electromagnetic energy radiations were a problem? For me, uh, from my experience, I, I knew... 12 years ago or so that if I entered a, like a huge convention center that had Wi-Fi throughout, I would get dizzy vertigo, walk outside, it'd be fine, walk back in, dizzy vertigo. So I knew I was, I was sensitive to the electromagnetic radiation. Mm-hmm. 
from the Wi-Fi routers in there. And so I started buying things that were on the market to, to help. Got things for the cell phone, got things for the computer. I started wearing things. And over the years, I bought all types of different things and different ways of that are being presented to help offset these symptoms and to protect the body. And then I, um, I'm a, I'm a North American menopause certified menopause practitioner and I consult all over the United States. I consult all over the world with menopause. And about seven years ago, I started hearing from all these women in the San Francisco Bay Area, all within weeks of each other, mm-hmm. all saying the same thing. I must be going into early menopause. I've got these headaches. I can't sleep. I'm so tired and I'm so irritable. They were, they all said the same thing. And I have them fill out a six page profile. And when I looked at their profiles, I knew they weren't menopausal and they were only 41, 42, 43. So it was early for menopause anyway. And my research brain, I'd already written a couple books doing research on them. My research brain said, boy, I want to figure this out. Why? Why these same symptoms? So I talked to each one in depth. What's new? What's different? And the common denominator was the electrical smart meter going on their residence within weeks or months of these symptoms. And then when I looked up what the smart meter radiations would do, the smart meters that they've now installed for our electric gas mm-hmm. and in some states water, um, they um, they emit microwaves. So it's the exact same frequency as the microwave oven. Mm-hmm. And they're pulsing multiple times a day, uh, 24 hours a day. And our body isn't designed to take that type of a microwave hit. It does damage DNA, and our DNA will repair. But when you're exposed to it 24 hours a day, there's no way to get away from it. So your DNA is not going to repair. And it clumps all your red blood cells because it alters the charge on the red blood cells, makes them clump together. It's called RULO. I can't tell you how many calls I've gotten from people saying, my doctor tells me I have thick blood because that's what it looks like under the microscope, all stuck together. Those can't deliver oxygen. They can't mm-hmm. fit through the little tiny capillaries, fold over like they need to to deliver oxygen to the tissues. So the headaches are the exact same headache as going up in high altitude, not enough oxygen in the air. So, uh, and then on the insomnia, it destroys melatonin, and we need melatonin to go to sleep and stay in the deep reparative sleep that our bodies need to, to repair all the damage we're being bombarded with in all our toxic world now. And so that's the insomnia. And then the tiredness, our energy, our gasoline molecule is called ATP, it's adenine triphosphate, and our little mitochondria make the adenine triphosphate for us to have the energy to do functions, to live. And it also lowers that. Uh, exposure to that lowers it. In 30 minutes, it's lowered 40%. So huge drain on our energy mm-hmm. molecule. And then the, the irritability, it alters our neurotransmitters. We no longer have a, a balanced set of transmitters. So people are really irritable, angry, and out of control because the neurotransmitters are, are not balanced in our brain. And so I realized that it was going to be another book because I was so horrified at what I was reading. And then I looked up all the symptoms, and the book describes biochemically why all the symptoms. There's very easy, uh, common-sense explanation of the changes in our body biochemically from these radiations. We weren't meant to be radiated like this. We just weren't. Mm-hmm. And... um 
the cancer. The country was electrified in the 1930s, and in the next decade, cancer went from the eighth leading cause of death to the second leading cause of death. Mm-hmm. So just, just electricity alone mm-hmm. sets up cancer. Mm-hmm. Can and you tell the, us specifically okay. about the cell phone and the iPad? Well, they are, they are again, a whole bunch of frequencies, but they do have that microwave frequency. They have some a little bit below, some a little bit above. Each cell phone company kind of uses their own their own channels. But um, all of it is, is just damaging every cell in our body. It puts holes in every cell membrane. So all of our cells in our body are leaking. They're, le- they're leaking out. They no longer have the right uh, calcium balance because it, what should be inside the cell is leaking out. What shouldn't be inside the cell is leaking in. Mm-hmm. And then uh, our protective barriers that were put in place to protect our delicate tissues from from toxins is our blood brain barrier and on the fetus the placenta to protect the, the fetal growth from toxins and then our intestinal lining and those are all the same cells that, that form these protective barriers and it's putting holes in our protective barriers mm-hmm. i have a picture in my emf freedom book uh, that shows a rat brain with only one two-hour exposure to one cell phone uh, and at a power that's 10% of what our new, more powerful cell phones are at. And there's all these dark spots all over the brain, and those are dead brain cells where the blood-brain barrier leaked, and where it leaked, the brain cells died. And that's one two-hour exposure. I mean, what are we being exposed to? You know, it's 24 hours a day now. And then the gut leaks... And so that's our food allergies because mm-hmm. all the food leaks in, the body says, hmm, this is, this is different, so I'll make an antibody. And so food allergies are just off the charts today you know, because our guts are leaking. What about cancer? Oh, it's just, I've spoken at cancer conventions all over and um, it, it, I can spend a whole hour just describing the changes from a cell phone that set up cancer. Mm-hmm. It's that many changes, and the primary change is lack of oxygen. Mm-hmm. What I was describing before of the red blood cells together, cancer grows in a hypo or, or a lack of oxygen environment. And so right off the bat, when we start using a cell phone or computer, we're already robbing our tissues of the oxygen they need to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So that alone, and then... And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to switch to diabetes right now because it also shoots our blood sugar up. So we have all these people being diagnosed with uh, diabetes or pre-diabetic, and there is no doubt about the fact that the cell phone radiations shoot up blood sugar. So is that, that documented in the literature? Oh yes, Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah. My my EMF Freedom book. Um, it's EMF Freedom Solutions for the 21st Century Pollution, and it's got over 400 references proving mm-hmm. the damage. Mm-hmm. There is plenty of evidence that all these things are happening. Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. And uh, then also the, the cells leaking, too. So none of the cells are performing how they should. And then also the DNA damage. It absolutely harms DNA. I suspect that some of the leaky gut is a result of genetically modified foods, the allergies and some of those things also. 
Well, we've also published a book by Dr. Stephanie Seneff, who's a researcher at MIT, Mm -hmm. and her book, what she does is she's saying it's all of the above, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it is, because she started it because she's so concerned about our autistic kids, and her statistical analysis shows that by 2032, half of our children born in America will be autistic, and so she says... Uh, it is the sunscreens. I've also written a book about how bad sunscreens are. Mm-hmm. And that's how we connected about seven years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And and then it is the diet. It is the pesticides. It is the GMO. Vaccines. And it is the vaccines. And it is um, the, the electromagnetic gradation. So to try to do a study to pinpoint where the autism is coming from, it, it's impossible because it is a combination. And our cancers are the combination, too, also. Mm-hmm. What are some things that people can do to cut down on the electromagnetic frequency radiation in their lives? Yes, there's a lot of things we can do. S- simply becoming aware that every single device you bring into your home that's wireless is going to put out a, a huge frequency. Um I became sick when they put the smart meters in our neighborhood about six years ago. And in fact, I'd already started my book on the the radiation and I had to quit work because I could no longer be on a computer, no longer be on a cell phone. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be around anybody with a cell phone. I'd feel it like a knife in my body. So I quit going out in public and I just became a hermit and 12 different doctors, they couldn't help me. And I was confused because I had all these devices I had bought that told they told me they would protect me from the radiation. Mm-hmm. So when I couldn't use a computer or cell phone anymore with all these things and wearing all these things that I had bought, I thought it was hopeless. So I was in my backyard because that was the only place that I felt okay. I was there for months. And then I finally found out about grounding. So I took uh, the laptop outside and put my bare feet in the grass, mm-hmm. wrapped the mouse in aluminum foil because I I couldn't use a computer because within minutes I'd get itchy bloody sores all the way up my mouse arm. Mm-hmm. And um, found this company in Europe. This product was not available in America at the time. And um, within two days I was back in public with no knives in my body. And in a week I was back on the computer finishing the book. Mm. So there are things that we can use. And the major thing is to be aware of how much radiation. We have a doctor we worked with. I've, I've spoken at doctors' conventions all over, uh, because, trying to make the doctors aware of this because this is not in their textbook. And they love us. They come by and they go, "Wow, you've helped me understand the patients I haven't been able to help." And so it, this has really made a huge shift for them, and uh, as well as their patients. But it's really important to really look at. You don't need a cordless phone. They brought all these things without warnings. The cordless phones put out as much, if not more, radiation than a cell phone. And it's on 24 hours a day. Whether you're using it or not, it's broadcasting 24 hours a day. And then I had started talking about this doctor. He he calls and he goes, what about the Nest? You know, they're now selling this Nest for the homes to regulate your your heater Mm -hmm. all wirelessly. And... um, and his question was, could that be putting out Wi-Fi radiation? Well, yeah, that's that's how it works, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the Wi-Fi radiation. So it's really important. In California, we can opt out of 
the electrical smart meters and the gas smart meters. They ruled that they, they, they had couldn't not be mandatory. So I'm in California, so we opted out, got our neighbors to opt out. But other states, you can't opt out. So we advise people to opt out even though you pay $10 a month. Mm-hmm. But in California, there was a lawsuit. They can only charge it for three years. But um, we tell people it's the best health insurance you can buy. And when you can't, can't opt out, we have these they're called smart dots. They go on all the smart technology. They go on the smart meters. They go on the smartphone. Go on your smart TV. Even though we advise people to to drop back on all the technology, you don't need the smart TV. You know, you, you there's so many things that you could drop back on, and we're advising people not to buy the new high-powered latest gimmick cell phones. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how many phone calls I've already gotten on those. Um, people having trouble trying to use a iPhone 7, 8, 10, getting very sick very quick, mm-hmm. even teenagers. And at the cancer conventions, parents bring their their children who've been diagnosed with brain cancer because they're sleeping with their phones. And their teenagers, young teenage girls with breast cancer because they've been putting their phone in their bra. So it, it's really the awareness that these are really not benign. They mm-hmm. are very, very toxic mm-hmm. and should never have been brought out. There was evidence decades ago when I saw it, when I first became a, a medical researcher, I saw an article 30, 35 years ago saying that a cell phone would cause brain cancer. There was, there was absolutely no doubt in that article, and yet they still brought them out. Mm-hmm. And now all the brain cancers that are today is just... You know, and they say that you can, you know, well, just use the speaker function. Well, it's still in your hand, mm-hmm. and it's causing cancer all over the body. Um, and uh, problems for the in the reproductive area, problems for men, uh, testicular cancer and prostate cancer, as well as destroying the ability to have a child uh, because it's disrupting sperm so bad. One thing I did when I bought my house, the Wi-Fi connections were in the bedroom. I called my internet provider and they told me that they couldn't move it unless they've run it up the side of the house, which isn't allowed in a gated community. I would turn it off at night. And my neighbor said, you can't do that because that's when you get the updates. I said, well, I can't not do it because it would interfere with my sleep, which is recuperating my body because of the blue lights on it. And so she and her brother come over and they moved everything into a separate room that I use as my office. So at least it's not in my sleeping room interfering with that. And we've also wired the computer now so that it's not Wi-Fi. There's a lot of little things that people can do to distance it from your body. I'm wondering about people that live in group homes where everything is wired or people that live in apartments or people that are in retirement communities. Are they much more affected because everyone's got them in that environment than if you live in an individual house? Absolutely. That's very true, yeah. And and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you can have wired everything in your in your condo or apartment, mm-hmm. 
but the people up downside, you know, sides of you could have wired everything and I mean uh, wireless everything and it's going to go right through the walls mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're right it, it, it's a, a huge problem in group communities and and, and the, the thing is that these the things that I found that helped me to get back to work mm-hmm. because I couldn't even my husband had a wireless mouse at the time that I was so sick mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even go into his office oh oh because I could feel that mouse so mm-hmm. strongly. So, but my journey with this product, it makes you stronger over time. At two months, I was stronger, a year stronger, three years stronger, four years stronger. Mm-hmm. It's just been an amazing journey. It's like the right food for your energy field, like eat the right food for your physical body. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I noticed this because at four years, when I was speaking at medical conventions in front of all these doctors with all their cell phones and iPads because they now have all the all the courses on the iPads and then next to two huge screens on both sides of me on the stage in front of a computer and uh, at three years I could not use a wireless mouse mm-hmm. but at four years I could use it with no problem mm-hmm. so that's been my journey to be that surrounded by that much radiation and still be able to use a wireless mouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but then I do, we have to eat a high antioxidant diet. The The whole body's being oxidized. Right, right. That's what the radiation does. And so if you eat antioxidant, that's going to help repair the body. And they have lots of studies that show it. They repair it very well. And then also it's important to ground I sleep on a grounding sheet. Uh, we mm-hmm. we started carrying all the things that got me well and got me back to living. And um, so I kind of concentrate as much as I can on being on the ground. And being in Southern California, luckily I can do that all year. I, I My heart goes out to the people who call that are in the northwest or northeast and in the middle of winter and they're so sick. I, it's hard to tell them to well, go ahead. Go lay out in the ground, but uh, but we do have these grounding devices that you sleep on. I I have my feet on one right now while I'm talking to you, um, and the grounding helps repair the damage that's going on. One thing I found, Elizabeth, and that was I used to sit in front of the computer with the grounding mat under my feet, and all of a sudden it blew one of the fuses in the socket. It was a two-fuse two thing. And so the man came out and repaired it. But then I read that you should not use the grounding mat in front of the computer because what it would do would be to draw the energy from the computer into the mat. Have you ever heard, well, read that? Uh, yeah, it's... It, it's so amazing because you you can't see the electricity. So there's two schools of thought on a lot mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've heard that that it's dangerous and, and you don't sleep because the ground's full of electricity. Mm-hmm. So don't you know plug into the ground while you're trying to sleep. My experience is that I feel better. I am much better when I sleep grounded. Mm-hmm. I am much better when I keep a grounding mat underneath my feet while I'm doing the computer. Oh, really? 
Mm-hmm. And I feel so much better. I even take the sheet with me on the road when I'm speaking mm-hmm. at medical conventions across the country. Mm-hmm. And I plug it into the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sleep grounded while I'm doing these conventions. I'm sure you met Clint at the oh, yes. Cancer Control Society convention. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. And we, uh, and actually we, we promote his products because mm-hmm. they're so good. Right, right. They are very good. Dr. McCullough does also. Are you familiar with Dr. McCullough? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then most people are not aware that they've got sensitivity. Oh, that's very valid. Right. I just, you know, it's been amazing because the list of symptoms is huge. It's heart palpitations. It's nosebleeds. It's muscle pain, nerve pain, itchy skin, uh, itching, itching bloody eruptions on the skin, and I, I don't even have the whole list because it, it, when you start talking to people and you know this list of symptoms, mm-hmm. every single person has a symptom, they just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they get the itchy skin, and so they go to the drugstore and buy a tube of cortisone cream. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. And um, and one, one poor pregnant gal, I saw her with her nosebleed in the bathroom, and um, I tried to tell her that if she's reacting, you know, I'm thinking if she's reacting like that, she needs to protect her baby, too. And uh, she's, oh, my doctor just told me it's because I'm pregnant. It just, you know, it, There's just such an ignorance out there. Mm-hmm. And the symptoms of electromagnetic radiation are exactly the same as Lyme disease. Oh, exactly oh, the same. Oh. And I found in my research that in the 1960s, they built a huge nautical navigation tower mm-hmm. in Lyme, Connecticut, because they're on the coast of the Atlantic Ocean and mm-hmm. they were blasting out to the ocean-going vessels. And it was 10 years later, which, which there is a gap. That's part of the problem. It, it's harder to see because it is a cumulative effect. Mm-hmm. So 10 years later was when they started getting all these weird symptoms in Lyme, Connecticut. Had no idea what these symptoms were, so they decided to call it Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And they're blaming it for a tick. Mm-hmm. But only 30% of the people with the symptoms have a history of a tick bite. Oh, really? Oh. Because so, we have the Lyme's disease in my area. We've had two or three people with it. Huh? But we do have deer. I live on an island in the Chesapeake Bay. There are deer. They're fewer and fewer as more and more people move here. But there have been, I think, three people that have had Lyme's. Well, it's the the problem with... They're giving antibiotics after antibiotics after antibiotics mm-hmm. because these could be the people that it was just electromagnetic radiation to begin with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and aren't trying to kill something. And and I've had people calling me saying, I am so angry the lab isn't diagnosing me. They came back, my lab test was negative, and mm-hmm. I know I have Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and this is really a, a crime for these people to not recognize it's all the exact same symptoms. Is there any way of diagnosing this? Well, that's it's kind of difficult also because everybody has their own kind of unique way of reacting, mm-hmm. their own uh, symptoms, and then it can be immediate or it can be delayed. Mm-hmm. So it can be the next day that you start getting the symptoms. And this has been part of the problem of trying to... Mm-hmm to do studies of people who say, I, I know I'm reacting to this phone, and so mm-hmm. they bring them in, they, they, they 
give them the phone and there's no symptoms because they're a delayed reactor. It's not till the next day. So, so that's been part of the problem. And there are uh, skin tests that people can do, doctors have done. Uh, I have that in my book as far mm-hmm. as the, the types of things that they can look at to determine that, yes, indeed, this person is reacting to the electromagnetic radiation. The, the sad part is, is that I think everybody's reacting, everybody's being impacted, and I, in working with sick people all over the world for the last six years, I'm beginning to realize that the symptoms are a blessing because they're getting us away from the radiation. They're getting us to start taking steps to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And one woman I helped uh, where she was living in the town, the, uh, there was so much radiation. She was so sick. Uh, she told her husband, "I we have to move out to the country. And so they bought a house out in the country where she was comfortable. And he said, well, I don't have any symptoms. I'll just stay in the town, in the house in the town during the week and come out on weekends. No symptoms, but he died of complete organ failure. Oh. Hmm. So he was being impacted, but mm-hmm. was below a level of awareness. But we're all being impacted. It, and it, it, teenagers and teachers are getting cataracts because these cause cataracts, and they've now got Wi-Fi in the in the uh, you know in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they've known for a long time that microwaves would cause cataracts. And our Wi-Fi are way up in the micro in the radar range. Mm. Uh, radar would cause cataracts. I apologize. Um, radar is a hundred, one to a hundred gigahertz. Our microwave and our smart meters are two point four gigahertz. So mm-hmm. they're in the radar range. Mm-hmm. And then they kept having to add more channels, so they're way up at like eighty six gigahertz. Mm-hmm. And and you don't know what that building is wired or is you know being blasted with. I assume then it's a variety of things that makes some people sensitive right off and others sensitive later, is that some people are more resistant because their body is built up more, that there is, it depends on the dosage at the point, it depends on the cumulative effect and many other factors is is why then that someone may get it right off and, and other people may get it down the road. Is that right? Absolutely. And, and it's also the toxin load on the body mm-hmm. as well as any type of surgical or accident cut in the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I've been seeing and it's just it's been a pretty consistent pattern. If we have mercury poisoning I had mercury poisoning almost a dentist almost killed me with mercury about 18 years ago mm-hmm. and it's been a huge journey to get the mercury out of my body. It's very difficult to get out. So about half the people who find me who are as sick as I was um, have a history of mercury poisoning and then also a history of pesticide poisoning. So any type of toxin, because when you've got the radiations putting holes in every cell membrane and then you've got pesticides or mercury floating around in the body, they're allowed to get inside the cell because there's no more... Uh, you know, cell membrane to protect mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So, so the people with toxins in their body are are having the electromagnetic radiation symptoms sooner. And then also any cut in the body. I really, this has been. You know, I finally found an article that showed that um, our men coming back from Iraq who who lost legs, their stump. Uh, when electromagnetic radiation, they they just feel pain and tingling all around their stump mm-hmm. when there's electromagnetic radiation. And I did too. I I've had seven surgeries, and 
and in my scar, I would get red, numb. It would get it would get tingling and burning, mm-hmm. and just fiery red when I was using a computer. Mm-hmm. It, it, that doesn't happen anymore, but that shows how much the radiation will go in wherever there's been a cut in the skin, in, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the protective barrier. Hmm. I didn't know that about pesticides because I consult a medical intuitive occasionally, and he picked up pesticides mm-hmm. when I talked with him recently, so he has me on detoxing agent to get rid of the pesticides so i'm supposed to call him back tomorrow which will be the end of the treatment period to see if it's gone or not so i didn't know that before right well any any toxin and we have so many toxins today i mean mm-hmm. it's just it's incredible yeah it's so it, it, we we say that the 20th century was the century of all the chemicals that are now in our body and then the 21st century is the age of the electromagnetic radiation that's helping them all enter our body easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and and sadly, part of it is sunscreen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because every single chemical that's approved by the FDA to be to be tested for its SPF or its solar protective factor, mm-hmm. uh, every chemical is toxic. Everyone. Mm-hmm. There's not yeah. one that is good for us. Mm-hmm. And by blocking the sunshine, by blocking our ability to make our own vitamin D, we're more susceptible to cancer. Right, we're right. more more susceptible to melanoma, mm-hmm. as well as basal cell carcinoma. Those have exploded since sunscreens were introduced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the whole concept's wrong. And then when you lower your vitamin D, you're more susceptible to any kind of cancer. Right. Is there anything specific that doctors do when they find someone that's sensitive to the electromagnetic radiation? The problem is there's such an ignorance and they've never been educated or trained. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have no clue that this is causing it. Like I went to 12 doctors, not one of them had any concept that my entire rash head to toe was because the smart meters went in the neighborhood. And, and it was just this itchy, bloody rash that just kept me awake all night. Um, and it, it was heinous to go through. It mm-hmm. just, I, I felt like I was being tortured. Um, and then people will call and say they've been to 20, 22 doctors, and they just don't know. And it's been an interesting journey of starting talking about this at medical conventions six years ago, and the doctors were kind of like, ho-hum, you know, that not that interested. Mm-hmm. And the last few years, it's been fun to watch because as I list all the symptoms, you can just see them sit forward in their seat. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can see them going, wow, you know, and then they'll come by our booth and they'll go, Thank you. You've helped me understand the, the patients I haven't been able to help. What are some of the misdiagnoses that they come up with? Oh, they told me I had scabies. Uh, scabies. <laughs> and when I when I came home, my husband goes, I don't have scabies. <laughs> <laughs> if you had scabies, I'd have scabies, you know. And uh, and then they, they told me that um, I had the skin rash from um, schistosomiasis. I, the schistosomiasis that's it's a parasite right. that gets in the skin, and there's a northern North American one, and there's an African one. Mm-hmm. The African one can burrow through the skin and go into the heart, and that's what causes elephantiasis because it gets in the lymph nodes. Uh, the the North American one cannot burrow. I know that from I'm a clinical laboratory scientist. That's my basic training mm-hmm. 50 years ago, uh, and 
So I knew that from that training that the ones that are here in North America could not burrow. And I did have swimmer's itch. It causes swimmer's itch. It's caused by the ducks and snails being in the lake. And then the, the parasite can start the life cycle and it gets on your skin and you get the swimmer's itch for mm-hmm. for a few weeks. But it doesn't burrow. Well, the, the one doctor said, well, maybe it did burrow. So maybe that's what it is. So he gave me all these harsh chemicals to kill schistosomiasis. And, and he said, you got to come and stay here because you're going to get so sick. And um, and I was fine. Mm-hmm. I just read books all day mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it wasn't schistosomiasis. So mm-hmm. it's just, and then, golly, people are getting, getting um, pacemakers. It, oh. it causes heart arrhythmia. It, it causes mm-hmm. aphia. It causes your heart to palpate. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and there are people getting these Holter monitors to monitor their heart, and it's just the electromagnetic radiation. Mm-hmm. And then to invade the body with a pacemaker is just, it, 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 yeah, we've got to get the message out quicker <laughs> so that this doesn't happen. Well, when they are able to pick up people that are sensitive, what do they do, doctors? Uh, well, the only doctors that I have worked with are, are the ones that, that we've helped educate. And so we educate them to, you know, do all the things that I've been saying, you mm-hmm. know, reduce mm-hmm. your load. Uh, we did get rid of our TV. Uh, we haven't gotten it back yet because we feel like, well, there's nothing on it to warrant that amount of exposure. Um, and also we are keeping a 2000, a, a car that's two, a 2000 model. Because in 2001, they started putting sensors in the bumper, and I have had so many calls from people saying, I can't get in a car with GPS. I can't get in a car with Bluetooth. I get so sick. Mm -hmm. They can't rent these new cars because of all the technology that's in them. Um, And we highly advise against hybrid or electric. We know people that have died. We know people who their kids become unconscious inside a a hybrid car. Mm -hmm. We're electromagnetic, and the electromagnetic radiation bounces around inside a metal tube and so if they are i've also been able to identify that people who find me are sick as i was have been driving a hybrid or electric for a year year and a half mm-hmm. and i just spoke with somebody over the weekend and uh same thing he said you know i'm not feeling well i've had my hybrid for a year and a half could that be it and it's definitely it so it, when they brought out these things they never did a study they never put a human inside a hybrid or electric, and um, they're not thinking that we humans are part of the environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To bring out electric cars saying it's better for the environment, it's not better for us. It's definitely not. We have uh, parents calling saying their teenagers won't go in the car anymore because mm-hmm. they, they're, they're so sick. Now, Elizabeth, so, there's something called the Beamer. Are you familiar with the Beamer? Yes, I am. Uh, is that dangerous? Because they say it's such so uh, healthful to have it. I know. I so I see a very biased portion of the population. Mm-hmm. Um, the I see the people who are already so sick from from the radiation. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming from a very biased point of view because I don't want people to get that sick. I don't want them to feel like that, and I know it's cumulative. So every bit of electromagnetic radiation people are putting into their body is cumulative. And there will be, in a lot of people, the time when they're they're no longer able to function around it, able to function around the cell phones like I was, or any type of, of electromagnetic radiation. Mm-hmm. And so my bias is that 
we need to do things that will help us get well without adding more to our electromagnetic load. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that definitely adds to electromagnetic load. I know they say, well, we're EMF-free. If it plugs into the wall, it can't be. Mm -hmm. The wall is electromagnetic radiation. And I and I have known people who who have not done well with them. Well, I know physicians that are using it with cancer patients because they say it increases oxygen at the cellular level, and because the cancer cells are anaerobic, they want an environment without oxygen, and that this provides oxygen. Theoretically, it makes sense, but on the other hand, if it's providing electromagnetic energy, then it could be harmful. You know, I think it's like so much of medicine, it's a balance between whether you use it or you don't use it because there's harmful effects. Right. And and the the product that saved my life that, that uh, we now promote to the doctors and, and try to explain it to them, mm-hmm. the, by putting on the um, our dots on the phone, uh, it actually, instead of your cells being clumped, Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Your cells are all, your red blood cells are all free, able to deliver oxygen. So just that alone, within minutes, your body can get oxygenized. Tell us again what that is, Elizabeth. So they're energy dots. They're called energy dots, and uh, they're smart dots. Uh, we, we named them smart dots for all the smart phone and iPads and all that, mm-hmm. and smart cars. And, and so it's just two little dots that are the size of a nickel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they stick on your phone, stick on your iPad, uh, put them in the dash of your car mm-hmm. because there's so much radiation in the car. If you've got a lot, we're even recommending, you know, maybe one in each door as well as the the middle of the dash of the car be, because we're just horrified at the amount of radiation that's in those things. Like just, it, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we actually have uh, microscopic pictures showing how the red blood cells are then all freed again too. Mm-hmm. to be able to live, to deliver their life-giving oxygen. Another question I have is because I've never quite understood with the earthing mat. Does that pull the electromagnetic energy out of the body, or does it add to it, or what does it do? It's repairing. Okay, so the oxidation damage that I was talking about just a little mm-hmm. bit ago. Right, right. So uh, that oxidation damage leaves a, a single electron. It, electrons have to be paired in order to not cause damage. So when you have a single electron, it pings around your body like a pinball machine. It, mm-hmm. It's causing damage all over. And when you bring up the Earth's electrons through grounding, then it pairs those electrons so they can't cause all the damage. Oh. Now, are those the free radicals? Well, the free radicals are, yeah, causing the, the unpaired electrons, yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's a whole interesting process because the body used to be able to handle the free radicals, but now with all the pollutants, it isn't. So you need the antioxidants. And maybe for the listeners, we need to discuss some of the antioxidants that they can eat. Oh, absolutely. Help. And I, it, it was amazing to do this the sunscreen book also, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the parallels. The the sunscreens are mm-hmm. potent, potent hormones, mm-hmm. so I had to be a, a, a menopause specialist, hormone specialist, to describe them. Mm-hmm. And there was a 
a bunch of studies done already showing that if you give people low, medium, and high amounts of an antioxidant, mm-hmm. put them in the sun, very easy study. Right. You know, right. It, it protects yep. from the solar radiation. Definitely. And the electromagnetic radiation is causing the same damage, the same oxidation. So it's the same mm-hmm. antioxidants that are helping mm-hmm. prevent or repair the damage mm-hmm. that the EMF is causing. So it's just been amazing because all of them, all the, I have a whole chapter in my sunscreen book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that everybody should read, literally, because it, we could spend three hours just on the antioxidants. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just amazing. But it's all your purples and reds and all your deeply colored foods. Those are all all high antioxidants. Mm-hmm. The, um, the deep berries. green. I'm sorry, what? All the berries. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Right. Yeah, the blueberries are all of those. And then the spices. Mm-hmm. I was so amazed. The spices are hugely antioxidant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you look around the world, like all the brightly colored fruits get closer to the equator. I feel mm-hmm. like they were put there for for mm-hmm. people. Um, and then um, and then we used all these spices for our winter cooking, for holiday baking. And you no longer get the sunshine. You you really need antioxidants to help you get through the winter. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it makes sense that a lot of our practices and our foods have already built in this antioxidant protection. We didn't know that mm-hmm. was happening. Isn't it interesting how a lot of this research overlaps? It's like high-dose vitamin A will prevent normal cells from converting to cancer cells. However, the high dose that I took was kind of dangerous. Now they're finding that turmeric does the same thing. It can keeps the normal cells from converting to cancer cells. And turmeric is less harmful to the body than high-dose vitamin A. And you're saying the same thing with the antioxidants and the electromagnetic energy and the sun. I think that it's all very exciting that, you know, so many of these things revolve around food, but they also overlap as far as causation and treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, and I feel like no matter who people are or where they live, mm-hmm. uh, no matter their lifestyle, they need uh, to include a lot of antioxidants in their in their food. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of t- different types of antioxidants, and they're all important and they're all synergistic. So you can't just rely on mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You you need to uh, eat a varied diet, and so I describe them all. In that sunscreen, in that sunscreen book, it's called "Sunscreens Biohazard Treat as Hazardous Waste" mm-hmm. because they are. They're, they're just they're they're very toxic to all life, mm-hmm. in, including the marine life. And now, finally, I approached Hawaii six years ago when I first came out with this book to that the sunscreens were killing their coral reefs. Mm-hmm. They finally passed a law this year to eliminate. Um, Two of the chemicals that, that won't be allowed to be used in in um, the mm-hmm. sunscreens that are sold in Hawaii, mm-hmm. but it's only two, mm-hmm. and they need all of them. They need to mm-hmm. ban all of them, and they switch to one that they say is reef safe, and they're selling it on the planes, they're selling it in hotels, and it's got 
uh, zinc oxide, mm-hmm. and the zinc oxide mm-hmm. kills the phytoplankton, mm-hmm. kills the bottom of the food chain. We need it, to close shortly, Elizabeth, because we're coming mm-hmm. to the end of the hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at this point, if you will tell us then about more about your book, and any products and services and how the listeners can reach you? Absolutely. And and I just wanted to give a brief list. The the antioxidants, there are um, the carotenoids, the flavonoids, the polyphenols, mm-hmm. and tocopherols. It's all of them, but they all work together and synergistically and then and then promote the, the longer lasting once they're in the body of each one. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it's important to include them all. But um, our websites are emffreedom.com, EMF for electromagnetic field, emffreedom.com. And then the sunscreen one is sunscreens, sunscreens with an S, sunscreens, biohazard.com. And so all of our products and information are available on there. Please, we we would love you to write or call us because we want to get this information out quickly to as many people as we can Mm -hmm. because there's no need to suffer. And our email Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S, at newvoice.net. And then our phone is 949-551-3397. And that's in California, Pacific time. So, yeah, please contact us. And I do consulting. I do uh, electromagnetic radiation consulting. And I also do menopause consulting. This is great, Elizabeth, because, you know, it affects everyone to know that there is help available in identifying and doing something about it. So I appreciate this so very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to get the information out because the hardest part about being a researcher is knowing the whole world doesn't know all this that I know and they need to know. (laughs) Great. So thank 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 you for being the vehicle. I thank you for joining me today on the Holistic Health Show. I hope some of the information was useful to you, and I look forward to seeing you again in two weeks. I wish you the best for the next two weeks.